Dear Anna, hearing about your adventure, digging up letters and relics of the past, inspired me to take a look at some of my old notebooks. I keep them on my kitchen shelf, stacked one on top of the other. There's one labeled 2018, it's filled with recipes, to-do lists, and small observations that I had during my first year of college. Some of my notebooks are kind of revealing. I remember I was feeling frustrated in music school. I wasn't very happy, and thought that if I stuck to a written schedule of listening to one jazz musician a day, I'd somehow tough it out and become the engaged and excited music student I was hoping for. The original plan was to listen, write, and repeat. To this day, that notebook only has two completed entries. Then there's the most recent one from 2020, 2021 called To Be Young in New York. There's a drawing I did of a Christmas tree at the front. I guess this means I started the notebook around December. But around halfway through the notebook, there's this one entry called The Love Meter. The love meter is shaped like a thermometer. The scale at the bottom starts at zero, and there's about a dozen handwritten ticks that lead up to the number 100. At the top of the page, there's a quote that I guess someone had once told me. It says, Love energy, man. It doesn't always have to be romantic. Diversify your portfolio of love and you'll find yourself. Deep? I don't know. Judging from the diversify your portfolio line, I can't remember if a finance bro told me this, but maybe they did. Who knows? But the whole purpose of the love meter is it's somewhat of a visual representation of how you should have a healthy relationship with the amount of love you give out in the world, and each act of love kind of fills this interval of a love meter. Say you wake up early and make breakfast, that's self-love, and two love meter points. Go out on a date and have a really good time, that would total to like, I don't know, 10 love meter points? And then once you hit 100, you should in theory feel happy, I think. But then there's some more complicated points. Have a good time meeting up with a friend, 8 love meter points. But you were late and minorly inconvenienced them, subtract one. The food you both had was really really good, plus 2. But your friend gets really sick after it, minus 1, and subtract 0.5 every day until they get over their sickness. As you can tell, the whole point system is kind of arbitrary, and who genuinely has the time to methodically think about their life like this? I have no idea. I certainly don't think about this too much, but maybe I subconsciously do? It's quite honestly hard balancing out love energy these days. Everyone is back in the city, which is super great. The idea of graduating and finding work is very exciting, but I think too much love energy leaves you burnt out. What happens when you go over 100? Does the scale break? Does your heart explode? Is there such thing as an opposite of a heartbreak? It's the start of September, and I'm already finding myself overbooked with plans, hellos, goodbyes, let's catch up, let's go out, let's meet up, and a lot less of, let me just reflect. Part of me is like, I need to do it all now. I'm in New York, I don't know how much longer I have here. If I'm gonna stay, how much longer do I have to see the people I want to see? I felt like I was at a love meter of 99 the other day. It's that feeling when you're already full from eating, but you want to push yourself just a little more. In my case, that feeling took place the Wednesday right before school started. At first, there was some rain, the type of drizzle to make hairspray fall and drip down on the forehead, the type of moisture that would cause Rudy Giuliani's hair dye to melt down his face, but it was not enough rain to sway my stubborn mind. My friend Crispin just came to town, and I was going to meet everyone at a restaurant to celebrate his return. But by the time I got to the restaurant, the streets were flooded. I hugged Crispin once, but when I looked over his shoulder during the hug, everyone else was trying to figure out how they were going to get home. 
The subways were slowly filling up with water, biking would equate to swimming, and really no amount of good vibes could make the storm chill out. I was the last to show up at the restaurant and the last to leave. I called an Uber, got canceled on rightfully so like three times, until a man named Saeed driving a black Subaru decided to pick me up. I got in his car and by the time we were driving, I knew I made a mistake. Saeed and I started talking. After explaining that I do audio things, he told me I should record our moment together. I think we were both really scared and talking was just something that could calm us down. I felt privileged, I felt guilty, and I felt really, really dumb. Not just dumb for not checking the weather, but dumb for dragging Saeed out in really, really dangerous driving conditions. Minus 40 love energy. By the time we got to my place, the weather really didn't clear up. He parked, Saeed didn't kick me out, I didn't unbuckle my seatbelt, and we just kind of sat in silence in a hurricane. Together. Eventually I got out of his car, I can't really remember when, but I went back upstairs, closed my notebook, and put it back on the kitchen shelf. Sending you good love energy, Anna. Harrison.